0: All right, guys, last week, on the fly, I had his first soap opera actor. I had Mr. Brian Buffston from Guide and Light. So two weeks in a row now, I'm pressing my luck here. Two weeks in a row, I've got another great actor from the Guide and Light. Uh, I remember when he came on that show, didn't really know which way he was going, good guy, bad guy, whatever. He kind of started off on the on the edge, but he ended up being a pretty good guy. I'm talking about, He played Dylan Lewis. You know, he was Billy Lewis, and of course, Reva, Reva Shane. It was his uh, their son. I'm talking about Mr. Morgan England. Welcome to the show, Mr. England.
1: Hey, happy to be here. Thank yeah. you.
0: That's uh, nice intro. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't know about that, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, and, and I'll tell you guys, if you don't know this, I didn't know it till I started doing my research on this. Uh, Mr. England's mom is. It's a pretty, pretty famous actress herself, been in a lot of movies. I, I was, we were talking a little bit before we on, went on the air about it, uh, a lot of the Mel Brooks movies. Uh, his mom's a Leachman, uh, who played in a lot of Mel Brooks movies, played on the Facts of Life, uh, so many different things. It was What was that movie she was in with Betty White not too long ago? You Again. She was in there at the end. Yeah, I remember that. But what, what was it like growing up in a famous family with, with Cloris Leachman as your mom?
1: Um, well, to be honest, she, first of all, there were three older brothers, um, and then a younger sister, so, and, you know, she, especially soon after I was born, I think she really started working again, um, so, uh, she was out working, you know, and I was, uh, doing my own thing, (laughs) I got in a lot of trouble, and, uh, (laughs) didn't have, you know, like I said, three older brothers, and, uh. So, um, it really wasn't until I started doing Guiding Light, I mean, I loved her, you know, and everything, oh, yeah, she, you, she just was not really around, and I found, and actually, I grew up with, uh, Ted Knight's kid, too, and he was, Oh uh,
0: yeah, yeah. he
1: played, uh, Ted Baxter on, um, the Mary Tyler Moore yeah, show. Yeah, he was
0: on the Mary Tyler Moore show, I forgot a, about that, too.
1: Right, he was such a great guy, but, um, what I've found with so many, uh, kids of, of actors or you know, people that are out there doing that is, you know, they, they really, in order to get to that level, they have to be there and they have to be doing it. And, um, so I think a lot of, a lot of kids of um, actors or movies or whatever you want to call it, um, really are, they're not, uh, it's it's not the normal, uh, parent life that you'd, you'd have, you know, where they're helping with your schoolwork and, and home (laughs) things like that (laughs) you know um but it wasn't until when i started doing guiding light you know that's when my mother and i really kind of connected because we sort of had a language you know she would watch me on guiding light and you know she'd say you know what you did this or that you know kind of good job or or you know whatever but i would and i would also be um i'd watch her stuff she was doing a lot of theater at the time and yeah, I'd come and um and so we really respected each other developed a respect for each other and, um and it was r- really neat because we had something in common that um which was acting and the language of acting um so that's when we really really bonded I think
0: right. Well when did what, than, what age did you start really getting into acting and saying I'm going to do this as you know this is going to be the thing that I do for for a living
1: So growing up as Cloris Leachman's son, you know, yeah. anytime anybody heard that, they're like, oh, well, why don't you have your mother get you, in, you know, a job? And so I just, I've never been that way. I, it was really important to me to, but to kind of live my own life and follow my own path. And and I just decided early on that I was never going to be an actor because I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want people to wonder, oh, I wonder how he got that job. yeah. Well, mother's yeah. an actor, so there you go, you know? Um, it's natural for us to think that, and, um, so, I said I wasn't going to be an actor, I no way, and, uh, then, um, I got hurt playing football, ruptured my kidney, and, um, uh, went into college, was playing in college and stuff, and, um, really didn't know what I was going to do, you know, I mean, that was my whole life, pretty much, Right. but then a friend of mine uh, got me to take an acting class with him, and I was horrible the first time, <laughs> and then, I, uh <clears throat> Then the next girl got up right after me on the same stage and she started putting all these pro, you know, creating this world on stage, a like bed and the other, yeah, and really making it her own. And by the time she started the scene, we were all at the edge of our seats, you know, wondering what was going to happen. She, she pulled us into that world. And it was such an incredible lesson for me because I said, I was on that same stage and the difference between what I did and what she did was, that's acting, you know, now I get it, so, um, so then I, uh, you know, was doing that class, and I did a few plays, and just, I felt like it was really in my blood, uh, also my, my father, on my father's side, his mother was Mabel Albertson, um, who was on, who was Darren's mother on Bewitched, she Oh was wow! headaches, and, <laughs> and her brother, my great uncle, was Jack Albertson, so he was Grandpa Joe in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Jeez, and,
0: that was, you're right, yeah, that was so, your you you couldn't deny that.
1: Yeah, and I really didn't know much about Jack at all, I met him a few times, but, you know, just really didn't know much about my family and the history, and uh, it was actually my mother and Mabel that became great friends, and then she met my father, Mabel's son, my father, and so that's how that all started. But, um, so, once I decided that I definitely wanted to do that, Uh, I got into the BFA program in Boulder and started in on that. And then I was like, Boulder, Colorado is not, if I want to be an actor, I need to go to New York. So I auditioned for a school there and got in, Circle in the Square Theater School. And uh, I was there for six months. And then I got, uh, this director called me up, said, I want you to try out for this part in Picnic. It's going to be at the Amundsen Theater in Los Angeles. So that's kind of like a Broadway show, LA's version of it. And I got that part, and so I left the school. And then, um, well, then my brother died uh, in New York, yeah. and um, so that really threw me. For when the play ended, I was bartending, and you well, know, two years there, where I was just—I don't know what I was doing. And um, but then I decided to go back to New York and and make you know make a name for myself. And. So I uh, started auditioning for soap operas as well as everything else, and then I got Guiding Light, and it was just uh, it was a perfect role for me and uh, who I am and what I've experienced in life. Um, so it was great, you know, for the f- first uh, few years there.
0: Yeah. So get getting a little bit and, uh, backtracking a little bit. Where did you play college football at?
1: I played at Monterey and College. And so I got so I ruptured my kidney in high school, right. and they, you know, I was in the ICU for, like, I don't know, I don't know, I was in the hospital for six weeks or something, okay. and um, they they were like, for sure, you definitely can't play football again, because the way my kidneys are, there's, if I got hit in the in the, in the stomach, like, that's what happened to me, and then it, were, it could rupture my kidney, and, you know, it could be worse next time right. I get back. Like, within minutes. So they said, so definitely you can't play football anymore. Yeah. So I wasn't ready to give it up. So I went to Monterey, found a good, wow, good job. My <laughs> daughter just did a puzzle. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, because I wanted to go to Colorado. and I wanted to play there. And um, so I went, played two years um, up in Monterey. And then I went uh, to Colorado as a preferred walk-on. So I think okay. if I, if I made the team, you know, then I'd get some sort of scholarship. Um, and during that, they found out about my kidney and that was like, we we're just about to start the season. I mean, we we're already working out and everything. It was Bill McCartney's first year
0: oh, wow.
1: as head coach. And uh, he's like, Hey, anything we can do, you're definitely going to be, you're definitely on the team. Um, but I had like five different specialists doing this. I had all these tests in over two weeks and uh they just came back and i'll never forget the day walked into the coach's office and this is a boulder there's all the sports so but you can see all the way from one end of the, the this office floor to the other because they're glass partitions and as i walked through the door i looked to where my coach usually is, you know his corner all the way at the other end it's like 50 feet away and through the through these glass partitions, um, there was another guy. with The doctor was there, and as I came in, he looked up uh, right at me, and <laughs> it was like because I was going there to find out, you know, am I am I in or out? And um, so yeah, that so that it ended that day just yeah. like a knife yeah. severed. So you know, you at that level, you know, it's it's. You, he put everything into it, you know, so to just lose it in one moment was um, was tough, you know. I had to figure out where I was going to go from there, and then acting came along.
0: Yeah. So you, so you get the yeah. job on Guiding and Light. Do you remember your first day on the set?
1: Yeah, we were talking about this. Uh, Alan Walker's got did the thing with uh, I, did, a few of us the other day.
0: I love, I love that stuff. I've been watching those. It's great stuff, great stuff.
1: Yeah, so we, um so we were talking about the first day. It was actually, I think, at the wedding, you know, Joshua Reba's wedding. And it was beautiful, upstate New York, just gorgeous springtime. And first day on the set, I was, <laughs> this is amazing, you know. So, um yeah, it was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I had to row Reba across the lake in the boat.
0: Yeah, cause I um, can remember when you-
1: Just some really
0: cool yeah, I remember when you came on, I didn't know where, what direction you were headed, whether it was, you know, I, I, you see the connection with Harley, after, and I didn't know, and Harley was involved with Alan Michael then, and you didn't really know which way you were going, but uh, what? Would, talking about Harley, what you, you know, you had a relationship with her throughout the whole time you were there. What was it like working with Beth Ellers?
1: Oh, my God, it was amazing. She was so strong, yeah. such a strong actress. And it was, into, you know, several of the women that I worked with were just so strong. Yeah. You know, it's intimidating. You need to be on your game, like Melissa, um, Beth Allen, um, and uh, who was the other one we were talking about the other day? Just some really good actors. I mean, it just makes you better, you know. And uh, work in also the writing we ha- I had with Harley, I think that was some of the best stuff. Yeah. Well,
0: the whole, the whole Daisy that. thing was a, was a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you worked with Samantha, I, I can't remember what her, what her name was, that, you had a relationship Samantha, with, yeah, yeah, Susie Cote, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that was great, I loved working with her too, we had a whole different vibe, you know, yeah. and it was, yeah, it was excellent working with her, and then, um, yeah, I so said Jocelyn Seagrave, saw her,
0: yeah, uh, she was on the other day too, wasn't she,
1: yeah, well, actually, we were texting the, the three, whatever, Mark and Listen, Kimberly, And, um, and I said, when Jocelyn came out, I said, yeah, let's get her in on this, you know, so you he called her up and hooked her in real quick. That that's was pretty cool.
0: That's pretty awesome. Uh, how many Adam Michaels did you go through while you were there? There was like three of them at least, right? I think, I think it was like every other year there was a different Adam Michael.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really tough, you know, because Carl, Carl Evans was the first one. And, yeah. Um you know we we had a natural tension I mean we had a definitely had a friendship but we also had a natural tension in, in in our characters you know and also in you know here's another new uh, an act, new actor coming in to to their world you know and so um so there was that tension that also I think helped play out on um in, you know in the show itself um and then Rick Hurst, I actually went to Circle in the Square with him
0: yeah,
1: um, he was—he was probably the I one I remember
0: you, the, be- the best. Out of being Alan Michael.
1: Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was good working with him. I mean, he's a good, really good actor. And uh, um, I you know I don't I don't remember a whole lot of of the Alan Michael stuff. The the heart. Yeah, heart. He yeah, yeah. Leonard Leonard's dad came in. He, oh man, he, it was amazing. I mean, it, it was, it was, uh, he was such a force of nature. Just he, he walked, one of those guys that just walks in the door and just, you know, kind of commands everyone's attention and just, so loved, you know. Um, and I mean, how many months was it that we had him until he, uh, he had a, he crashed his, uh, hang glider into a tree and, you know, hit his head and he was, just really jacked up. I mean, I obviously couldn't do that anymore. So then I'm not sure if Jeff came right after that, but I, I remember the next guy I worked with was Jeff, um, uh, Jeff. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, and that was a very different, you know, when it was like six, three and just, just, you know, like a, a, um, what do they call those guys from the Sumerian? The, um, um, the uh, Anunnaki. You know, he was like <laughs> this godly person. Like um and then and then Jeff was much more introverted and really um you know, he was a really good actor, but um it was a completely different uh a completely different vibe and so you know, your relationship changes based on who you're acting opposite. And if it's the same character but a different guy and he's giving you all kind of different He's giving you his thing, you know. He's not giving you Leonard's thing. He's giving you his thing. So, to adapt that and to adapt what my intentions are and what I'm trying to do with my character to a new character's, it's just weird. It's, it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, you you had a lot of a lot of great scenes with him. Uh, that was a big rivalry there. Of course, uh, Julie came into the to the picture, and you guys were kind of back and forth over her. And that guy's name was Jeff Phillips. Is that the one you were talking? Yeah,
1: Philip. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't not. Uh, it's been like twenty-five years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It was, I couldn't remember. I, I, I had the computer in front of me, so I looked up. Don't think I'm. I know all that. <laughs> anyway, favorite favorite on-screen relationship you had. You had a few Harley. You had Harley. You had Samantha. You had Julie. You had Bridget. That's the ones I can remember now. But they were your main four. What was your favorite relationship mm-hmm. on the screen there? Tough add, I, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah I mean they're all so different and and challenging um I mean they all they all helped me to bring me to my best for sure and uh I mean you can't really say what's best there was great things about each one of them all right so I think I think Susie and I really had a a good love story uh, that was the one I think was the the best love story um Harley, that was just a great storyline, and working with her was was feisty, and you know, and you knew that you were gonna, you know, there was some good, you know, rich stuff, angry and sad, and all kinds of things like that. Um, Melissa, um, Melissa was really really strong actress,
0: yeah, and, uh, she was.
1: Yeah, um, just, you know, she just brought 100% every day, uh, so it was, and I think, you know, I think we did some really good work together, um, but I, I also was, I think the storyline and stuff started to deteriorate for me, and, uh, I've, I've, I think I was getting frustrated, um, but working with her was great. But right. the storyline itself, and where my character was going, was just like, you know, this isn't. What am I doing with my life? You know, right. just right. carrying on this this thing that's not really. So I decided to go yeah. <laughs> and do something else.
0: So, did you know in advance that the storyline about you—they were going—that you were Reva's son and Billy's son? I don't
1: think so. I don't think
0: so, because that that was kind of a shocker yeah. there when that when that come out. I mean, of course they said Reva, you were Reva's son, and Reva had been raped, but then when it came out that it was a one night stand with her and Billy, uh, it came out. Uh-huh. You know that I didn't know if they told you some of this stuff in advance or. If you
1: they, know I don't even know if they knew that when they hired me. They might have, but. Um, I don't. I I don't remember. Right. I mean, I obviously knew in you know before you guys knew. Oh and,
0: yeah, of course.
1: Um, but you know, just, I, I I really don't know. Uh, maybe I uh, maybe they knew that and had it all mapped out before. I guess they probably did because that's where that storyline kind of culminated.
0: Yeah,
1: was um, coming back into that family and all that tension and and uh, that was that was great. Yeah, and working with Jordan Clark and, oh, yeah. and Kim Zimmer and uh, Robert Newman. So the first day that I worked, I don't know where we were staying, but uh, Robert and and uh, Billy um, Jordan, they were we were the three of us got in the car together to drive wherever. we were going through this beautiful country, you know, through the the trees in the springtime Upper New York and. Um, it was so, it was so cool that, you know, it's just, they were obviously really good friends and they were having a lot of fun with each other and they really brought me in and made me feel comfortable. And, um, and then Jordan and I, you know, became very close friends. Right. Um, also met Vince Williams then too. And he, he played a uh, Hamp. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was his first day also. And uh, we met each other going up the, at the end of the first day, going up the elevator together. And we were just best friends ever since. You know, we roomed together for five and a half years.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, Brian, a great Brian, guy. Brian had a, a lot of good things to say about him last week in that interview. Uh, you know, of course, he was mm. died early. It was such a tragedy there. But uh, it, yeah, Hap, I, I watched, uh, I watched the episode. I think you, you and Mindy had confronted Billy about his drinking again at. at uh, at one of the clubs and and hamp was there and i forgot all about him till i was watching that on youtube the other day and i said man i, I, I forgot about mm. how great he was yeah he he was a,
1: yeah. yeah he was really good he played the facts and um you know we'd like i was writing songs and stuff then and he we'd go over the lyrics and play them and, and then he'd play his stuff and so it was, it was really great um and, and the other thing too is that I think he was one of the first black main characters.
0: Yeah, he was. Uh,
1: and you know, what he, we, we really, um, talked about everything and you know, his perspective on things was so, um, deep and, and things that I would never, you know, just wouldn't occur to me, you know, um, things that he'd experienced. And so it was really enlightening and, uh, just such a great friendship. I'm yeah. um, just. I'm thankful for
0: that. Now, I don't know, but I'm going to ask you like I asked Brian last week. How close was Jordan Clark to being, in real life, to being Bill, Billy Lewis, that character? <laughs> um, <laughs> He just seems like he would be that joking around and carefree guy just like Billy Lewis is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, look, you do something that long and you, your character... You you can't get too far away from yourself. I mean, to come every day and put on a character—wow, that is—I can't <laughs> believe you've done three already. That's great. Um, it you know you, it, I mean, obviously if you're playing, hmm, how do I put this? Yeah, he was a lot like his character. Yeah. <laughs> put it in. The,
0: well, I mean, he, I get what you're saying. You play it for so many years, you kind of become, in a way, that character, I guess. If you play, it, you, you become
1: say. them, and they become you. You know, it just kind of, it kind of, um, like you know. Okay, so then I spent 20 years in the emergency medicine. After all that, and was a paramedic and a firefighter in L.A. And, you know, it's kind of like whatever you do in life, you you have to you have to fit that character you know that the way they behave and and um and it becomes who you are right so uh for instance you know as an actor you know you you gotta be really open and and really have a a clear channel down to your emotions those are your tools those are the tools you use as an actor your emotions and uh as a paramedic as a firefighter I mean you just you don't, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the death of you, if you're, if, so you really have to shut that channel down, so now that I've left that, and I'm doing, uh, songwriting, and singing songwriting, um, I, it's been a, you know, three years now, and, I'm just, just starting to get, to kind of loosen up, you know, right. to, um, because, it, you know, I became what I was doing. And if you're playing a certain character for a long time, you kind of become that. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it just seeps into your life and vice versa. You were
0: on, you were on there on and off for, I see, 89 to two thousand, So 20 years on and off you were on that show. So it's kind of hard for you not to become that character as well.
1: Yeah, wait. How long? No, I was on there for five and a half
0: years, eighty nine to. But I'm, I'm just saying, all on right. and off, you came back a, a few times.
1: Oh right, right.
0: Yeah, I mean, and how weird was it to see uh, somebody else playing Dylan on there for a while? I didn't. I you didn't watch? <laughs> <I> didn't
1: <know. laughs> yeah, that. I didn't, I didn't even know. I mean, I, I honestly didn't even know. I think.
0: He didn't last long. A guy yeah. couldn't play for maybe a year. He played, uh, another guy played you. But, um, what? and I got to ask you this. I can't, I can't not do this, ask this question. What was it like working with Kim Zimmer? She's such a legend.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's, oh, she's a great lady. I mean, just so much fun. Just had so much fun with her. And, you know, talking about your characters blending, she was kind of sister mom. You know, hot older lady. Just everything. Hey, hang on one second. What? Huh? are you talking? I'm
0: talking
1: Stevie.
0: I'm Stevie. She's, 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 this is Hello. Hello. How are you? i are you? Good Are you doing puzzles? This is my daughter, Lucy. She's five and a half. Five and a half. Wow. I've got one that just turned 16, so uh Enjoy. Uh, Yeah, that's the kid. What were we, uh, what was the? We were just talking about Kim Zimmer then. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) she was just
1: nothing but fun and another strong, you know. I mean, you better have your game on when you get on set with her, so. Yeah. um So, you know, the thing is, it's everyone, just about everybody on that show was an accomplished actor. You know, not not in soaps. That's You know, they they had, had careers. Mia Long and uh, Maureen. Uh, and then Maureen Garrett. No, not Maureen. She played Maureen.
0: Yeah. What you know, was her name? The
1: other day, I her name. Um, We never worked together, but she was, I mean, uh, and then Michael Zaslow, he and I did uh oh, yeah. together. He played Cyrano and I played, we did a stage production of it. Um I mean, you're just theater actors. I mean, everyone... The difference between New York and L.A., I think, is... Well, generally, is that, you know, you go to New York if you want to be an actor, you know, an artist. And you go to Hollywood if you want to be rich and famous. And I think the quality of actors in New York, the you know, because they're doing theater, they're doing these things all the time. They're involved in acting all the time. And, um... You just, I mean, you saw it in Guiding Light. The cast there was these really incredible actors. Oh, yeah, to definitely. So.
0: Well, it's just like me and Brian were talking about last week. Brian made a good point. You know, with, with, with some of these actors, like movies, movie stars, TV shows, they're not doing it like five days a week like you guys are doing. I mean, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a a totally,
1: it's a totally different thing. Yeah. Because you're, you're doing, you're doing, let's say you're the hot storyline five days a week. I mean, you just, you gotta, you gotta get those lines out. You know, you've got to tell the story and, um, you don't have really rehearsal time. You're doing a play, you know, you may be rehearsing for a month, six weeks before, um, you're putting the play on. So you're, you develop this character. Over those, over that rehearsal process. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about, um, about Hollywood and there's just a lot more theater in New York. So that you really, you can go really deep into the character and really create a character from birth, you know. And that's, that's really exciting to me. And that's really what I wanted to do in acting. I, I never wanted to do a soap opera. In fact, I didn't audition for him. It wasn't until I went back that second time that I thought, you know, well, maybe I'm sabotaging myself by not um, auditioning for soap operas. Right. But then, so I opened myself up to that and whammo.
0: Yeah. Now you end up leaving the show in 1999. What? I don't know if you. What your What was your reaction when you found out the show was being canceled?
1: Um. They I mean, had me back at the very end. Yeah, I, I
0: remember that.
1: I think uh I think during that time I had a back injury at work and I was in so much pain. I flew back there, did that thing and I, I actually just said, you know, I, I you gotta cut me short because I got I can't do this. Um but um I don't know, I was going through a lot of other things in my life so uh it wasn't It was a blip on the radar, but I, you know, I thought about all the people that, what are they going to do after this? You know, they've been doing this for 20, 30 years or something, and, um, but I thought about my friends and hope that they would be, continue to be successful. I know, I I know i thought about that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I was pretty deep in, I was a firefighter here in LA, and, um, that was all-consuming, yeah. Also, I was raising my kids, my other two kids, by myself at that point.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's... Um, that's
1: so, I mean, my plate was full.
0: Very full. Very full.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, now, you know, you did the you did your firefighter stuff, and uh, I'm sure that's a whole different ball game than, than the soap opera. But then, you talk about your music, and, and as Dylan, you did several, several songs on the show, uh, but... Now you got your you got your own website morganenglandmusic.com, dot com which I, I checked out and uh, I oh, downloaded uh, Homeward Bound which is a firefighter's uh, tale and and I, I was just like I was telling you earlier I just listened to the song you did for your mom on Mother's Day Mama's Clock and you can find that on YouTube or at, at, on your YouTube page. How how long have you been been into music? <laughs>
1: Um well, I I mean my brothers were all musicians. My mom was a, a pianist. I might have taken a few the violin lessons or something, but you know my brothers were you know they were hippies. I went to all these parties with them on the beach <laughs> and the woods and all this, and you know somebody would whip out a guitar and start singing songs, everybody singing with them, and I thought, man, I want to be able to do that mm. someday so uh I think it was my first year of college I just I got a guitar. I got an Eagles songbook, oh, yeah. and um, just that was it, man. I just started playing, and then um, I think the first song I wrote was I just come back from skiing in Mammoth Mountain, if you know where that is, so uh, Northern California, um, and it was Christmas, and I was thinking about my brother who had died, mm-hmm. and um, the house was empty. It was dark. Just got home. And nobody was there. And I just started writing this song. It's called The Colors of Christmas. And where it's like, you know, there's red, there's green, but then there's blue. And, um,
0: oh, wow.
1: So it just talked about, um, you know, I'm blue for you, brother, I'm blue for you, you know. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then, um, just over the years, I've, written and uh and then I decided I really want to take it seriously and and um do songwriting and see if I can make some money with that. Or, you know, have that as a career, uh singing songwriting. Um and then I figure if I live longer then I'll start writing novels. I mean I read every night <laughs> for <an> hours <laughs> probably. Um so uh so I think I have a few stories in me of of that nature as well cool. um, like a full-length novel or fiction or, or and maybe um some sort of autobiographical i autobiographical work or or something you know obviously my experiences Um 'cause cuz like you said I mean you, it it is something to be you know, my mother is just incredible the yes, actress. I mean yes. what she's done and everything and um and you know, I saw a different side of that. I didn't even know. It wasn't until I was I think I was either thirteen or sixteen and I went we flew out to see her, me and my brother, uh, Brian. He's the one that passed. Um we flew out to see her. No. No. I think I was with her. Yeah, we were on the same plane, and we flew into this place where she was going to do something. I don't know what it was. But we uh, it was this open tarmac, and there were stairs down to the tarmac, and there were all these women waiting for her, like 200. <laughs> and she got off and everything. And these women, many of them have tears in their eyes saying, thank, thank you so much for what you've done. She, they, they, how she had affected their lives. Yeah, I mean, deeply affected them. And I just went, "Whoa!" That's, and I I, now I understood. You know, she does something really important for people. Um, and I think that was also too. You know, had I not had that moment of realization of who she was, I think also acting. I probably wouldn't have been an actor still. Um, But uh, she also took me to see a play in New York, a couple plays, but uh, saw Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. And I mean, I was just floored afterwards. They they take you into a world and they just immerse you in it and just, you know, jiggling up and down. And boom, it's done. And you're sitting there just, you know, with your mouth open, drooling just uh it's amazing how i how i've been affected by especially theater and, and so um once i realized all that it became a real possibility for me
0: yeah definitely and she's got such great range like i said to play nurse diesel who scared the crap out of me when i was a kid to being the, the mother the mother figure on the facts of life you know and, and i was like right. wow that's two totally different characters right there so she's she's got incredible yeah. range uh she how is she doing by the way
1: she's doing good um she just turned 94 in april wow and uh she actually took a pretty bad fall broke her arm she just she decided to go down the dirt path by herself um and uh took a pretty hard spill but she's bouncing back and um she and my sister moving into a new house that's gonna be cool and um and um she's doing well i mean that's more can more can I say? Yeah, yeah. She's ninety four, so she's not you know she's not jumping up, but she's still working. I mean, it's
0: crazy. Mm.
1: <laughs> I mean, she she's still. I just saw her. My, my roommate and I were watching uh, watching American Gods, and um, I'm like, oh, there's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even though she's done it, it happens all the time. I mean, she does so many things that. You know, all of a sudden, when she'll pop up on TV, I had no idea she'd done this or was in it or whatever. Or, or, or I'll be watching something with my daughter, and I'll hear her voice, you know, like in the Crudes, She plays uh, the grandma in the Croods.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So we were watching <laughs> that the other day.
0: That's got to be kind of cool for your, for your daughter to hear that, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: So, it's
1: been weird, you know, with this whole COVID thing. and you know, yeah. Taking her up there, and you because know, you know, she we want to protect her. And, um, but we all still want to see her. I mean, I think she'd be like, "Screw it, you know, I don't care. Just come see me." She wants her family around her.
0: I, my dad, my, dad <laughs> like, my mom, and dad are the same way. They're right down the street from me. And dad, my dad, fell uh, about two months ago, cracked a bone in his hip. We didn't see him for a month between the hospital and rehab. But you know. The, the, I go down there and see them, and, and I'm real wary of of how close I get to them. But uh, you know, they're they're the same go way ahead. she is. But yeah. So, MorganEnglandMusic.com. That's where we'll find it, you know everything up to date there about your music. I'm looking right now. Uh, looks like one whole album and two 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 EPs up here. Uh, so and
1: well, there's okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Steve? Yeah.
0: Hello? Yeah,
1: you there? Um, yeah. Well, just, I mean, I haven't, I really haven't even publicized the website yet, but it's all up there. There's music there on the music page. All um, right. It's morganenglandmusic.com, like you said. Also on uh, Facebook, morganenglandmusic, or at morganenglandmusic, one of those things. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be doing, I did a live video recently. I'm, I'm working with this software to try to go, to get the best sound out of it. Um, but it's, it's a little glitchy and until I can really be consistent and know that this is going to work, um, then, because I did one and everyone was like, wow, the sound's really good. So I want to be able to do that and not, you know, I think that's the most important thing if you're doing music. So, but I'll be on Facebook, uh, Morgan England Music and also, uh, my YouTube channel. I think that's Morgan England Music also. Um, I'll be doing a lot more stuff on there. I'm just, you know, you're wearing so many hats. You got to write the song, you got to learn the song, play the perform the song. Then you got to be the cameraman. (laughs) Then you and and the you know and the 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 audio editor and and then the computer geek. And so it's it's a a handful there. I know.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a handful. And then the whole music marketing. You know, that's I've just hesitated so much in in. Really jumping into that and like, hey, come buy my album or, um, or, or, you know, I got a new song out or this or that. You know, I've just been, I gotta get over it, you know, because the music industry is, that's where it is. If you, even if you want to like get a label or whatever, you gotta get yourself, um, noticed. Even as an actor now, what I've heard is that they check all your, you know, when they're, when they're casting you, they check your social media sites
0: to see, you know, how many people follow you and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's social
1: media
0: is that's that's the thing now. I mean, uh, and like you said, your 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 YouTube channel, your Facebook page. I'm definitely going to share some stuff off that on on my page. And uh, I know a lot of people around here. I know when I did Brian's interview last week, there was a lot of uh, like a lot of a lot of the girls I went to school with that were like, oh my gosh. And so I know it's going to be the same way with this. So I, when I when I put that that's up cool. there. So uh yeah, I I'd Yeah, try well this.
1: and on and on my side I will make sure that I mean the website has everything right now, but I'm gonna you know, I think the guys like you, you know, putting my helping me put my stuff out there, you know, it helps me to go, Okay, well people are gonna wanna see this so oh, yeah. I'm gonna you know, have it ready for them, so um, I'm gonna get over my own impediments, and right. you uh,
0: should because you, you're, you're definitely talented. You definitely got a got a talent there. You should get over that. You you definitely got a talent there, bud.
1: I uh, appreciate that, man. Yeah. very much. Thank yeah. you.
0: Well, I'm not gonna take. Up I that. got a new song. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, last thing, I got this new song, and I think it's one of the best. Definitely the lyrics. Um, but it's called "By the Lifeguard Stand," and um be looking out for that because I did it on the live video but
0: uh. I'll have to look that up I'm going to have to look for that because I've I got you like I said I saw, I've got Mama's Clock up here I tell you I don't know how you guys do it I did one song I just did the lyrics for a song for from, from my wife for our 20th anniversary and uh, as far as reading music and writing music, I can't do that. I no no way. But uh, <laughs> I did have a friend of mine that was able to put it to music, and it turned out turned out pretty good. But I don't know how you guys do so it nice. over and over again. Uh, like come up with so much. Yeah, power. it's hard. That's that's one it's, of the hardest it's hard, things. Especially the the
1: for me, the kind of music I write, it, it's it has a definite meter and a definite uh, rhyme scheme, you know. Yeah. And to try to get to try to put it in so it sounds like. It sounds like you're just talking, you know, and so you're not stretching a rhyme like trying to reach for it or something. So because you don't ever want the person listening to it to go, oh, wait, wait, what, (laughs) you know, or yeah, or have to, or have to go, yeah, he was reaching there, but I'm just going to let it go. You just want them to be in the moment, you know, in in that that story in their mind. And so it's really it's like a crossword puzzle or something. I mean, it's you have five. Words to say, to create this whole vision, and um, it's it's really neat. I mean, I love doing it, um, but it's definitely not easy.
0: No, it's not. Because so, I've uh, the, the guy that I was writing the lyrics, the guy that did the music for me, said, "If you can come up with uh, ten like that, then you know you we we'd have something there." I said, "Look, I was lucky enough to get one." Keep going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, keep going, man. There's inspiration everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm not gonna take up any more of your time, bud. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to to talk to me. I had a blast. Uh, and I and I definitely keep will keep people updated on uh on your music and stuff, and, and I'll I'll be posting some stuff up there on my on my Facebook page for you. All
1: right, I just got to say one thank you so much. Uh, one last thing, Lucy wanted me to mention the song that I wrote that about partly about her called better man so i'm still working on it though i feel like i'm still writing it yeah Um, but maybe i'll uh, do that on one of these videos and we'll see how it goes
0: yeah i you tell her i'll definitely have that on there i got to hear that one because it's about her
1: (laughs) okay well i'm gonna have to play it then all right man all right thank you so much
0: have a good day all right guys that's morgan england on the fly